welcome back to my podcast, Life in General. My name is Anna, and I am so happy that you are here. I just wanted to let you know that I thought my audio was terrible in my other episode, so I am trying to figure all that sound shit out, so just bear with me while I just try and make it make this podcast sound better as I go on with it. But I wanted to hop on here and just share some more self-care information. I am getting close to, well, I think getting close to having my period within the next couple weeks. And if there are any guys listening to this right now, I apologize, but this is a life in general podcast and a woman having her period is a part of life. So, and if you have a girlfriend or wife, fiance, whoever, and she's on her period, do her a favor, rub her feet, maybe do a load of laundry, maybe get her some chocolate. I don't know. Just a tip from one to another. But yeah, I've just been thinking about kind of going more into all the self-care activities that have really helped me with my mental health since getting out of the hospital. And one of the things that I do pretty consistently, I do have to say that I stay on top of it for the most part, is daily affirmations. And I love daily affirmations because you can either just repeat them or you can keep them on in a background and there's so many different ones for everything i mean you have ones for finances you have one for anxiety you have ones for depression for manifestation for everything they are crucial in my self-care routine and every day i listen to a video when i am on my way to work I normally have to be at work at either 7 o'clock in the morning or 7.45 in the morning, depending on what day my schedule is like. And so I love saying the affirmations first thing in the morning, driving to work, because I do have about a 40 minute, almost 40 minute of a ride in the morning, depending on traffic. And it's so, so nice to watch the sunrise and repeat daily affirmations. Mine are normally from Leora Alexandra. She's a YouTuber and she's all about self-care, spirituality, positive thinking, manifestation. I mean, I love her channel. I absolutely love her channel. I love following her on social media. And sometimes she, some of her videos are out there, (laughs) but I love, love listening to her. So she has really good affirmation videos. She has a playlist of them on her YouTube channel. And so I do listen to hers a majority of the time, but then I also... If I am feeling really panicky that day or I'm feeling really anxious that day, then I will find affirmations that are about panic attacks. They are about anxiety attacks because sometimes me, when me personally, and I don't know if other people listening to this will agree, but sometimes when I am in that mind frame, um, mindset, and I have those like intrusive thoughts that roll through just things that really really make you feel, you know, like shit, (laughs) like total fucking shit. 
those affirmations, they just hit differently. And as much as I love the positive ones I listen to pretty much every single day, the affirmations about anxiety attacks and panic attacks really, really help reel that in. So from one to another, if you're someone who suffers from anxiety attacks, if you suffer from panic attacks, or even if you just feel like shit or you feel anxious, whatever the case may be, looking up affirmations for that mindset is so, so, so fucking helpful. It is so helpful. It just makes you ground yourself in a way to be like, okay, I'm not fucking crazy. Like I'm not fucking crazy. I am okay. I am going to get through this day. I'm going to get through this emotion. I'm going to be able to process this. I mean, they, they help so much. So I really cannot express more about affirmations. Just there's one for every occasion and every mood. So those are huge. So do yourself a favor and find some, and you, you can even make your own. Like you can even sit with yourself, take a couple of deep breaths, get into a certain mindset, ground yourself and come up with affirmations of what you're trying to manifest, you know, whether it's love or it's finances. And also, um, one of my best friends listening to this, she wrote her own affirmations about love. And she recently got into a relationship with this really great guy and they help, they help so much. There are, you know, like I mentioned, and I think it was the TIA part one episode, there are parts of your brain that literally don't know what is real and what is not, what has actually happened to you versus what hasn't happened to you. So when you repeat affirmations every day, you are pouring that information into your subconscious and it's going to help reflect your outside world. It's going to help you reflect on everything. So they're so, so important and they just make you feel fucking good too. You know what I mean? Like I feel good when I say that. So at least four to five days a week, depending on um, if I'm working four days a week or five days a week, I repeat those every morning on my way to work. And it just puts me in a good mindset. It starts my day off fresh. Even if I'm feeling shitty, I'll either listen to them or I'll just be like, fuck it. I'm just going to listen to some music heading up to work. Sometimes, you know, you need that good song to get you through. But nine times out of 10, I'm listening to some sort of affirmations and I'm watching the sunrise and beautiful, beautiful skies being here in Florida of purple and blue and yellow. I mean, everything. It's absolutely stunning. So it's really just a vision. It's a feeling. It's a good ride into the workday before madness breaks loose, but that's okay. It's all part of the experience. Another thing that has helped me has been journaling. And I have... I journaled ever since I was a kid, really. I mean, you know, girls had diaries (laughs) all the time. I had so many diaries, some that had like the little locks on them, on the side of them where you would have a little key that unlocks it. I know that just unlocked a childhood memory for somebody. (laughs) Like I know it did. So those diaries that had the lock on the side, 
And yeah, I've had so many different, so many different ones. So I guess, I don't know, maybe it's a girl thing. I don't know. And then I went a long time without journaling, without any of that. And then I picked it back up actually a few years ago. I want to say about three years ago, I picked it back up, but it was very inconsistent. And then after I got out of the hospital last year, I definitely made it a lot more of a routine to journal, whether it's once a week and I'm just jotting down whatever the fuck I want to jot down, you know, it doesn't really have to have a beginning, middle and end to it. Sometimes I just write how I'm feeling and it really helps just kind of dig up some information in your subconscious. Cause sometimes when you're writing and you just let the pen flow and you don't hold yourself to an expectation of what you're trying to write, these things will just come to the surface. And for me, they've been very helpful for when I feel like shit or if I'm feeling happy and I'm journaling, it all just comes out on paper and it's, it's a beautiful thing. So I really, really do enjoy that. And I guess like this podcast is also a form of journaling because it's me talking about like personal things. It's me talking about self-care and about spirituality and everything, you know? So in a way, this is like a verbal journal, but (laughs) not everything will be shared on this podcast. There are definitely still going to be some things only for my journal, but yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, it's like a verbal journal, my podcast. So that was kind of nice. There's meditation as well. And that, which I know a lot of people can relate to, that is sometimes the hardest thing for me to do because it's very hard for me to quiet my mind. Sometimes my mind just races, you know, like I said, a lot of people can relate to that. So meditation is definitely tough for me to really sit down and concentrate with, but the times that I am able to focus on it, it has been a really good experience and a different form of meditation can also just be like it could be reading it could be yoga it could be you just laying down in the grass in your backyard and just staring up (laughs) into the beautiful sky you know I mean it could be doesn't necessarily have to be you sitting with your eyes closed crisscross applesauce (laughs) it doesn't necessarily have to be that it could be you laying down it could be again moving your body like yoga so I have to remind myself that there's also that movement meditation that is good and then along with yoga and meditation Something that has really helped me process everything that has happened that I know a lot of people can relate to is healing my inner child, or at least starting to heal my inner child. And I do a lot of that with EMDR with my therapist, and it has helped just kind of unlock certain things in my subconscious that it's just easier. So if I'm having a session with my therapist and we're doing EMDR and I'm going through like a really, you know, painful experience, something that's traumatizing, obviously, because or else you wouldn't be doing EMDR. (laughs) And 
it helps clear the brain and have your subconscious release like information to you things that help you process that experience that episode that you went through so listening to my inner child forgiving her letting her know that her life isn't always going to be how it was in that moment that I'm processing in EMDR I have hugged my inner child. I've let, like wiped away her tears, let her know it's okay. You're going to have a much better life when you grow up. Like this isn't all that you're meant to be, you know, having going inward like that is so fucking powerful because you are that person that you needed as a kid that you needed in those moments of sadness and pain and trauma, you know, like you in some way, shape or form, maybe in a different reality, in a different world. I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's almost like that inner child is still out there somewhere and you are creating a different path for them by doing this healing. And a lot that came with my inner child was looking at my family history with mental health. And I had mentioned this in an earlier episode that one of the greatest things that I think came from the pandemic and COVID and everything that has happened is the conversation of mental health and how much we're talking about it more and how much we're allowing access to it more for people to be able to seek help and for people to be able to talk to someone So that's one of the best things that has come from the pandemic. And I wished that my family could have talked about it a little bit more because after I went through everything that I went through, you know, I found out that, you know, on my dad's side of the family, my grandma was in a mental hospital for, I think about three weeks. She was hospitalized for, I think, saying that she wanted to commit suicide. And then I learned about, which was crazy because my grandma on my dad's side, she was this short little Czechoslovakian woman who was always tanning in the backyard, always had a smile on her face, was a painter. And she created all these little trinkets and everything that she would hang up outside and she made hats. I mean, she had such an artistic heart to her and she seemed like such a happy woman I think not that she seemed she definitely was a happy woman later on in life but she really and it's sad because if she was alive today I would definitely like want to sit down and have a detailed conversation with her because I didn't know these things about her when she was alive you know and I know that's not something that families really want to bring up you know, at Christmas dinner, (laughs) people's trauma and their, you know, their mental health. But I don't know. I just wish there was another way of going about it that the generations before us spoke about mental health a little bit earlier on in life and just kind of opened up to the idea of speaking about it. So learning those things about my family It was tough, but it also made me feel like I wasn't alone. And Apollo is barking. 
in the living room, so I hope that's not too loud, and I hope he doesn't go off, but, you know, that's just what it's like when you're recording a podcast live, so... So yes, everything about my family, that was very eye-opening. And it also led to me finding out the people around me at work, a lot of them had experienced panic attacks and a lot of them have been hospitalized for them and they've had anxiety attacks and, you know, some are on medication, some are now off medication. I mean, it was really eye-opening to not only learn about my family's mental health, but also my coworkers around me. Because my friends, I knew about their mental health journey and I had been there to help them with their mental health journey. And maybe that's also a part of why for a few years or a good amount of my life, I kind of put my mental health almost kind of on the back burner because I felt like I had to be stronger for the people around me while they were going through it. But nonetheless, I'm sure my therapist and I will talk about that one day. But it it was just nice to know that I wasn't alone. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're going through some shit, just reach out to me. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Know that you're not alone. None of us are ever alone. I mean, literally, you can look around a grocery store. You can look around at a concert. You can look around at school, at work, and you're always going to find someone that has some sort of anxiety about them depending on what they're anxious about and how anxious they get and some sort of depression. I mean, no one's perfect. So it's nice that we're able to talk about these things more because everyone's going through it. Everyone is going through some sort of shit. So yes, healing my inner child. I'm still going through it. I'm still going to see her again. I've seen her at a toddler age. I've seen her as a teenager. I've seen her as a young adult. You know, it's going back to different versions of yourself at different ages. But I know that I have helped her a good amount of the time. And I know that I will continue to see her at different ages and we will continue to work through our shit because I have to. And that's, I mean, literally this, this horrible experience that I went through last year really brought me to my knees. Like it brought me to my fucking knees and I (laughs) had never been more of a bottom in my life than then. And I had such an amazing support system with my fiance checking in on me all the time and taking care of me. I fucking love you. All my friends, I fucking love you guys. My family, I love you guys. I mean, it, but it really, really brought me to my knees. So it's really been taking a step back and just working on my inner child, remembering my affirmations, remembering to journal, to let it out, you know, whether it makes sense or not, to move my body, whether it's yoga, it's working out, it's just putting on a song and dancing. I mean, I did that so many times when I was a kid, I can't even tell you, like coming home from school, probably in like middle school and just 
going on the internet and looking up songs and just dancing to them like in our computer room that we had in our house just not giving a fuck and just dancing and just having a good time so it's definitely moving your body in some some sort of way is crucial and it's just remembering that you are magic remembering that you are just having a human experience all of us are literally having a human experience all of us are trying to figure this shit out or even not even trying to figure it out just trying to survive it at this point right like we're just trying to fucking survive in this world right now so Remember that your magic, that you matter, that you are important, that you're going to be able to get through whatever it is that you are going through right now. We came here to experience all the emotions. We came here to experience happiness and sadness and anger and jealousy and love and joyfulness and excitement. You know, we came here to experience all these things and to experience what this life has to offer. I mean, it's like you can argue that everything matters and you can argue that nothing matters. It's like everything matters and nothing matters at the same time. So you might as well just enjoy it. You might as well just embrace it and experience it. Just fucking experience it and have a good time experiencing it. And when we were younger, we were much better at achieving (laughs) that. And you get older and you get wrapped up in work and you get wrapped up in responsibilities and that builds on your anxiety, let's be honest. And so you just have to take a step back and remember that this is all just an experience and we don't know what comes after this and we're just here to go through it all to exist, to be. So don't, don't forget to stop and smell the roses. Don't forget to smile. Don't forget to feel the heat of the sun on your skin. Don't forget to taste fruit. Don't forget to let your bare feet be on the grass. Don't forget to let your hair blow in the breeze. Those are so, they are such important moments. And we take them for granted because again, we get wrapped up with life. We get wrapped up with adulthood, but it's always good to go back and to pause and to remember those moments and to create more of them. It doesn't, mean that you are going to have those moments 24 7 i mean we wish right but there's capitalism and you have to work to survive and unfortunately we have this beautiful planet and that is what we have grown as a society to do is just work to live instead of living to enjoy so don't forget to find your moments of joy because we don't know when this chapter will end and another one will begin. Because when you die, it doesn't just end. You know, it's just leaving this physical part, returning your body to earth and going on to that next chapter with your soul. I mean, your soul 
never dies. It never dies. At least that's what I believe in. If you don't believe in that, that's cool too. You believe in whatever you want to, boo. Like, it's all good. <laughs> Again, we're just here to experience. Like, it's all good. You can believe in whatever you would like to believe in. Even my grandmother, who was so artistic <laughs> and just so creative and so happy all the time, she believed that when she died, nothing was going to happen. She believed that when she died, the lights would turn off and that would be that. And my grandfather, he was a Catholic man and she would drop him off at church and then go run errands and then pick him up. And granted, she wasn't like that all the time. She was religious earlier in her life, but it was more so uh, by the hand of her mother. That's another story for another time. But she came to a realization that she just didn't really believe in much happened afterwards. And even when she was on her the hospital bed, not before she died. She actually died about six months after this, but she was in, at um, the hospital. I think Bridgeport Hospital, maybe. I can't remember now. I think Bridgeport. And she just, even beyond the hospital bed, just still had such a funny personality and just such a relaxation about her and just a go with the flow about her. And she would always say, you know, if you had um, like a test coming up or a job interview coming up or whatever the case may be, you know, she would say, I'll cross my fingers for you and your grandpa will pray for you. Like that's how she went about things. And I talked about quite a bit <laughs> on this episode. So thank you for going through this whole roller coaster with me. Um, I only have 30 minutes to record on Anchor's website. So I try and keep this under a half hour. This way you don't fall into like a random part two about things. But yeah, I'll have to look into a different website and like upload it with a longer content, maybe like 40, 45 minutes. I mean, maybe. We'll see, but yeah. So just if any of this, you know, resonated with you, if you really understood something that I said, because again, I kind of went all over the place with this. So thanks for joining, but you know, reach out to me and let me know your story. Let me know if you want your story to be told. Let me know, you know, anything. <laughs> So I love you. Thank you so much for listening to me talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about until next time.